This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Stick to Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. In a perfect world, the NFL theme song would be playing over over this. And have the facilities, nor the time, nor the energy to edit that in. Logan, how are you doing today? I'm great. You're great? Steelers won. Steelers did win. It was a good win for you guys. Um, Surprising win, but I'm doing great. Don't do yourself like that. Um, it was. Logan, we just... It was... We just were blessed with one of the best weekends in not just college football, not just NFL football, but football ever, at least in recent memory for me. I feel like it's been a while since we had such drama and such greatness happen in one weekend, and we missed all of it. Um, So there's that. Uh, But let's just start. Should we just get started on the NFL slate that happened? Week one, it's actually back. Football is back. So should we just get started on the slate? Let's just get started. All right, we gotta we gotta start with Thursday night football, the Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. A game I was able to watch this as an entirety. Okay, that's good. I was able to watch bits and pieces of it. Uh, and the Devon Miller quote unquote revenge game. Yeah. I don't know if he had a lot of revenge. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it that. There wasn't like a. A traditional revenge game in that sense, but <clears throat> what a what an interesting game! Uh, it's Provided it's really- a lot of a lot of people with some overreactions, and I'm sure will come out of this. But also, it it validated some of our concerns that we had going into this it, season. This game basically said exa- literally was the stick to sports podcast. You were right, game. Yeah, um, I'm feeling. So great about my Super Bowl pick, my MVP pick right now. Likewise. I have the tweet saved for later in this season. I do not have the tweet saved, but you did. I did reply to that tweet, so please. So, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. find that. Um, get my Gabe Davis agenda is looking good. My Ram agenda is looking great. Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen look to have developed an even stronger chemistry. There was like three passes where Josh threw it in. 2.5 seconds back shoulder and Stefan Diggs catches. I'm like, there's not no one stopping that. I'm sorry. You don't you can play perfect defense and he's still making that throw. So if that's a sign of things to come, this Bills offense is gonna be even scarier. The interceptions weren't even that bad thrown by Josh Allen. It was no, just the like- first one was a tip pass, and the second one is is the debatable Josh. Kind of threw it late, but also Jameson Crowder slowed down. Yeah. But, um, Buffalo all around was great. Their offense was great. Their defense had seven sacks. Von Miller had two, I believe. Yeah. So they were. They looked like a well-oiled machine. They, that they did. They the Rams- looked like a team that's gonna be playing in the AFC Championship game. Not to overreact, but. Hey, I mean, I'm. I'm not not as an overreaction. I think, you know, we say that when they're due, they're due. When bills are they're they're, due, the bills are due, and it's time to pay them. Um, The Rams, on the other hand, everything that we said, the bill is due in a different reason. Yeah, exactly. Cooper Cup salary cap and all the spending has has 
hurt them in a way where they have no depth. Oh, they have zero depth, and that's the this problem. This team is thin as hell. One of the things we said going into this game was, um, going to season was like, that Rams O-line is going to be dog shit. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. Because I don't even think the Bills, they weren't even really pressuring um, the Rams that like that. I think they most of the time they only sent four. And you managed seven sacks out of that. Not only that, Matt Stafford looked shaky. You're talking about he fumbled one time. Did he recovered it? Three interceptions, twenty nine to forty one, only two hundred forty yards. Uh, like this was not a good day for Matt Stafford. Um, I don't know if he's still dealing with that injury problem that people thought was going to limit him. Sort of looked like it. The run game was absolutely non-existent. Um, I don't know what people expect from Cam Akers. People who drafted Cam Akers, I apologize. I could have told you no. Um, Jarrell Henderson was not that good either. Cooper Cup had his system QB. Volume merchant type game. I'm I'm system wide receiver volume merchant type game. I'm not like he had a, he put up a great stat line per usual. But other than that, the rest of the the rest of the Los Angeles receiving core was like actually trash. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the Allen Robinson really wasn't involved a lot, which was surprising. Very surprising. Um, run game was bad. Jalen Ramsey was really bad. Stafford was bad. The O line was bad. And now Brian Allen, their center, gets hurt. This is the. I mean, we saw this coming. We predicted that this team was thin, and the loss of a lot of depth pieces eventually comes back to haunt you. And it it it, it looks like that might be the case. Uh, they still have talent. Sean McVay is still an offensive genius. I think they'll be okay, but Super Bowl repeat champion, not, not now, not at this state, not Do unless you, they get, not unless they get healthy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um six say two stats that are really telling for both teams for the Bills nine for ten on third downs. That's a, t- a very telling stat with 417 yards. Their new um, offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, definitely has the offense firing on all cylinders, getting everybody involved. And then for the Rams, seven sacks. Um, that is the most allowed in McVay's tenure with the Rams. This offensive line is bad, man. I didn't also know this, that this is the first time that Sean McVay has been under 500. <laughs> really? It's mean, yeah. only week one, but that's actually surprising. Interesting. Yeah, this is, and I think it's also the first time that the um, Sean McVay lost the season opener with the Rams. That is actually just, uh, just that is actually wild. But um, there's a first time for everything. I think they didn't even blitz once, and they managed seven sacks. That is not okay for. And Buffalo's pass rush well, isn't the best pass rush out there. That's the thing. Like, the Rams are going to face some pretty yeah, way... They're, they're going to face better pass rushes than this. Not not saying Buffalo is not good, because I, I do think they're <clears throat> in the top half of the league. But uh, wait till they play Nick Bosa in the 49ers defense. That, that That's that's frightening to me. Wait till they play... Uh, I'm gonna look at their schedule real quick. 
Hmm. Wait, put, wait till you play Tampa Bay's front line, the Saints front line, the uh, the Packers pass rushers, Broncos. Oh, the Broncos don't really have pass rushers. <laughs> Chargers. Wait till you play the Chargers. It's it's gonna be so. It's a concern, and it's a concern that's gonna be there for a while. And it's not something you can just be like, oh yeah, we can coach around this. No. Yeah. No. The offense is going to ready itself, obviously, but there's a lot. There's a lot of gaping holes that are going to be very much exploited by a lot of different teams. Yeah. But the Bills, they they look ready to play in February. That's all I have to say. Um, let's move on to the NFC an NFC South matchup. Week one, it's great seeing these two teams face off. Um, because apparently, I mean, this is a huge rivalry. Apparently, let's let's talk about the Saints Falcons, Logan. Falcons come in, you know, looking somewhat okay actually. Marcus Mariota going into the um, second half didn't play, he didn't play all that bad, um, and he was twenty thirty three three two hundred fifteen yards. Kadarius Patterson looks like a real running back out there. Um, Drake London had a decent day. It, it's and then you also realize when you look at that literally how Coppets didn't play well at all. But you look at really who is on the Falcons receiving core, and you're just like, geez. This is actually disgusting. Um, Logan, on the Falcons' side of the ball, besides them losing the game in the most Falcons way possible, what what you what were the bright spots on their um, their team? Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is one of the games that I didn't really care about. I watched other games. Wow. But uh, <clears throat> just that. They looked okay. Um, Arthur Smith is always going to maximize his players, but um, they kind of the wheels kind of fell off as the the game went on and they were kind of off script. So, you know, and of course, in the classic Falcons way, they they blew a large, large lead. I don't, I don't really know what to say about the Falcons. I don't think Marcus Mariota is like, the greatest quarterback. Um, I I don't think Kyle Kyle Pitts will be fine. That, that's not really a performance that I'm gonna take too much from. But Drake London didn't look good. That's, that's that's promising. I was concerned about his speed and his ability, how they were gonna use him going into the season. And there was one play where he had uh, a nice route and a sizable gain after the catch. That was that was good to see. And Arnold, Arnold had a sack. Arnold Abiketti. Uh, I love to see that. Richie Grant was involved. Love, love to see that as well. I don't really have much to say about the Falcons. I have more things to say about the Saints, though. Uh, Michael Thomas comeback tour is happening. I'm ready for it. Uh, Jameis, what a guy! What a what a inspiration. Oh, oh line. Jesus Christ needs help. The O line is actually bad on this team. Taysom Hill is really being used as a gadget player full time, and I think it works for him. Um, the run in the game really didn't get anything going. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently Alvin Kamara had a rib injury, which I would have loved to know before starting him in fantasy. But hopefully he'll be back to his usual self next week. Jarvis Landry had a really nice game as well. That's good to see. I think. J- Jameis looked really good. 
Yeah, he ricocheted a nice, nice comeback. I think, I think it's very, um, it's telling that they didn't collapse. Um, obviously, it's a new coach for for um, in Dennis Allen. You got a good bunch of people coming back from injuries, and look, this is this is gigantic because I think them showing Michael Thomas and Jameis clearly have some chemistry. Um, I don't know if you saw a couple of the catches um, from from them in the highlights. It, it they're they're really like they really seem to connect. Jarvis Landry is a great is going to be one of the most underrated additions of the entire offseason. I think he obviously he showed that he can really be that X receiver when needed, um, and I think he's going to be a really good wide receiver too for them. Mm. At least it's, until Chris Olave gets well gets more adjusted in this offense. And I, just like Winston said, you know, it's literally just resilience. And they really hung on. And the defense the defense did their job in the second half. Um, and I, I, I'm happy with this team. I feel like ho- hopefully you would hope that the defense gets a little more pressure. The, uh, Atlanta's O-line is not that good, so you should not be getting only no sacks, like zero sacks. That's not okay at all. Um, penalties were obviously a problem. You definitely don't want to give them any any other team especially when you talk about the saints who are probably going to win a lot more nail biters than none you don't want to give up any yards on unnecessary penalties you know atlanta had five first down from penalties that's not good you know so i have nothing else to say about this game okay so like oh my god i don't know if you're gonna agree with me or not I i was just waiting for you to to move on Alright, it's a, it just it was just a bunch of surprises let yesterday, including one surprise. I mean, from the stat, if you look at it without nuance, this is not a surprising um, victory, but it's still a pretty huge victory for um, Matt Avifusa company. Oh well, I mean, players over the Niners. If you looked at this game, if you looked at the weather report for this game, this game wasn't surprising. Oh, Chicago's winning in this game. What? Chicago should be winning in a game like this. No. Yes, considering they're the only team that plays in Soldier Field. Yeah, but the 49ers are a run-heavy team. And theoretically, with a great defense, but so theoretically they should also be succeeding in a game where you need to run the ball. But this was the Dante Pettis revenge game, if you if you didn't know that. He caught a touchdown. Dante Pettis had one play. That this he entire- had one touchdown, and it was... A really, a really nice throw by Justin Fields. On Chicago's end, uh, Jaquan Brisker had a really nice debut. Looking great out there. I saw shades of 2018 Eddie Jackson with that interception he had. That was an excellent play. I was like, whoa. Go back. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Jackson can regain that form. I will not call him overrated anymore. Um, Justin Fields... I'm not gonna. He looks fine considering the conditions that they were playing. They were playing in a monsoon, so exactly. he looked fine. Uh, he, he the throw to Pettis that I mentioned earlier that was a really nice throw. Yeah, uh, the, the the pick he had was actually quite awful. But this is a uh, take this game with a grain of salt. Let me see what he does next week because yeah. again, this was played in a monsoon. On San Francisco's side, I'm very angry with them because they were my lock of the week. I had and my our confidence picks 
most confident pick right here. I was wrong. I'm very angry. Uh, the fil- the field was horrible. I should have should have put more weight into that. Yeah, it looked, it looked like backyard football out there. They were sliding through the mud. There's that picture of Justin Fields like on his belly sliding up in the. Like, oh, I think the Niners did that a couple of years ago, but I was, I'm not sure if it was against the Bears or not. But the Niners did that same thing a couple of years ago. My theory about this game and why I think the Niners end up losing is they wanted to run the ball because they didn't want Trey Lance to throw a lot with this rain. And the run just wasn't really working the way they wanted it to. And they couldn't stick with the game plan. And then they were kind of forced to rely on Trey Lance to make throws that they didn't want him to have to do considering the conditions they were playing in and the uh, rawness of him as a starting quarterback. So I'm not taking much. um, This isn't, I'm not going to overreact to this game at all. I think that Trey Lance and Justin Fields played pretty well considering what they were playing in. And I'm just going to, Trey Lance, give Trey Lance some damn time. I, I see people like giving him crap on Twitter because, you know, Twitter is just so good for football discourse. Yeah, of course, it's the best. Like, he's not going to be great right out of the gate. You got to be patient. So I'm giving I- both guys a, uh, let's just wait and see how they do next week when they're not playing in a monsoon. I will say this game also had a, if, if we didn't know, the sad part is you know who Dante Pettis is. This would have been a perfect nominee for who the hell is that. Um, yeah, fortunately Dante Pettis was a, a second-round pick, and I, I, I do know of his existence. Her name is St. Brown. We know who that is, the inferior um, one of the St. Browns. So. Yeah. But that also shows just how bad Chicago's receiving core is, that Equinamia the St. Brown and Dante Pettis both caught touchdowns. Um, and don't know. That, that is true. But uh, yeah, so good on the Bears. This is a good first win for them. I mean, again, does it take it doesn't take much into account, but you do have to look at the conditions and everything like that. Let's move on to another game, AFC North. This the AFC North is going to be extremely fun to watch this year. Um, the Steelers are moving on from a uh, Ben Roethlisberger. The Ben Roethlisberger um, reign that got you guys two Super Bowls probably uh, could have got you more if he just topped off the wagon a little earlier. Um, Mitch Trubisky led the Steelers to uh okay win. That is not the headline we're going with. <laughs> the Steelers... Mitch Trubisky was carried to a win by the Steelers' defense. Is what Mitch Trubisky was bad. What else is new? Mitch Trubisky, this is what Mitch Trubisky does. He gets carried by defenses. The offense was uninspiring as usual. Except for that wonderful catch that Deontay Johnson had. <clears throat> that if Justin Jefferson may have yelled over Sports Center. But hey, hey, chill, chill, chill. The defense was great as always. Much I was much, I was pleasantly surprised with how great they were. Nine TFLs, seven sacks, four picks, a fumble, a blocked extra point to Mr. Evan McPherson, what happened? <laughs> you were you were the hero of last year, and you missed a field goal and a blocked extra point. What happened? Did um did anyone start the Steelers' defense? I think they would have had a great time. Yeah, I'm sure they would have. Uh, couldn't have been me. I made a logical choice, and it backfired. 
Anyway, Pittsburgh, TJ Watt's now out, which is unfortunate. And this defense, I think, is going to take a hit from that. But Minka looked really good, which is is promising because he had a slightly down year last year. Cam Hayward looked great, as always. The corners, surprisingly, Cam Sutton had a nice play. It's going to be the same old story, I think, with the Steelers this year is that the defense is, is going to be pretty good as usual. The offense is going to be limited and uninspiring. No matter who's at quarterback, for some reason, the offensive line is still bad. Najee struggled. Why did Chase Claypool have six carries? I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Um, so that's the Pittsburgh side. On Cincinnati side, I think this is just a burn the tape game for Burrow. I think he'll be fine. I think when you talk about burning the tape, I will say that burn the tape on Burrow because again, he's not going to have five turnovers again. And that's not that's not a thing that he does. This whole line, the old line, the upgrades didn't did. they look like they did anything. I mean, <laughs> it actually. It actually got bad. It actually felt a little worse because the run game was also non-existent as well. Yeah. So it's like, so I, I think that this is just a kind of let's burn the tape. Next week we have Dallas, who we'll talk about them later. That should be an easier matchup for them, and you know, shake that rust off. Let's just get back into it. I don't. It, it's not happening again for Burrow. So. Yeah, and then Jamar Chase obviously looked great as usual, but th- this O line needs to get their get their shit together because it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's, I mean they, they yeah. allowed seven sacks, which they allowed last year against the the Titans, or near near that against the Titans, and you upgraded this off season, so. You definitely don't want to see eighty two yards and twenty seven carries for Joe Mixon ever again. That's that's not. That's not okay for your run game, especially how good, considering how good Joe Mixon was last year. Also, the Steelers' defense is really good. So, let's talk about one of the better games of the entire day. I think one of the <laughs> a game where it was two teams where we really like we really like both these teams this year, um, for different reasons as well. Let's talk about the Eagles Lions. Yeah, I thought this game was over, so I didn't really pay attention to it. And then the Lions did Lion things and put themselves back into the game as they always do. And you know, I'm not I shouldn't have shouldn't have been surprised. That's how Dan Campbell rolls. That's that's how his team teams always roll. Yeah. They almost got it done in the end, but of course unfortunately it wasn't it wasn't enough, but promising stuff. Eagles run game looks great as always. That's yeah, their identity. The Lions run game. DeAndre Swift a career high 144 yards. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how consistent that is. But no, Eagles. Um, good, AJ usual. Brown was excellent in his debut, yeah. and Jalen well, was fine. You nothing, nothing inoffensive that like led to a loss. It's <clears throat> this game. We can talk about this later on talking about my pick for the, the Vikings Eagles game, but they have to win a certain way with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Yes. If the run game isn't working, 
I do not trust Jalen Hurts to win them games. But today the run game worked. I think they had four different, yeah, four different players had a touchdown. Miles Sanders had almost 100 yards. Jalen Hurts had almost 100 yards. So the run game was working. AJ Brown was working. He had 13 targets. Uh, I would like to see Devontae Smith get a little more involved, but you know that'll come with time. I hope. Um, and then obviously you hope that the defense isn't as like obviously they have the pick six, but other than that, the Eagles defense is a little should be a little better than to allow 35 points from the Lions, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, you gotta remember the. Lions have a really good offensive line, so the defensive line didn't get as much pressure as you might think that a defensive line with that caliber of player would usually get. Um, so I, you got to remember that too. I will say I, I'm I'm glad to see that Amon Ross St. Brown is really embracing the role as a wide receiver one for the Lions, and he's excelling in it. He had 64 yards and touchdown, eight receptions. He, I think the Lions are going to be, again, continuously be fun to watch this yeah. year. Yeah, I, I hope that, that their um, what we saw from them last year translates to wins because I would hate to see something bad happen with the Lions and Dan Campbell. Yeah. Speaking, of having, speaking of having to win a certain way, we took the – we it was the battle of ce- low-ceiling quarterbacks in the Pats versus Dolphins. Mm. Um, and it was the wrong cube. The wrong one looks worse. Um, let's talk about the the this game. Michaela Jones. This offense is extremely limited. I'm sorry. This yeah. offense is, is I'm, really I'm, limited. I'm 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 kind of annoyed because I feel like Mac. If given the opportunity, Mac might be able to stretch the field. Yeah. In a way. But his this offensive play calling with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as like co play callers or co offensive coordinators is just it's just dumb. And the offense looked bad as you said. Mac looked bad. I it's really unfortunate. Because I, I I think Mac is an average quarterback, but I think he, if you give him the opportunity to maybe make some, like open up the playbook a little bit for him, maybe he can have some good games once in a while. But not with this, not with this game plan that they're running. That was I don't even know what the hell that was. It was bad. I will say this too as well. On the Dolphins side, I will, the defense did a lot this game. To yeah. Javon Holland had a great interception. Um, I think they did have a defensive touchdown as well. Uh, yeah, Byron- Melvin Ingram had a touchdown. The defense looked really good. Um, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waller are going to be super fun to watch. Uh, they both were involved heavily, and I, I'm excited to see what Mike McDaniel does with them. Tua was fine. He did nothing that hurt them. He was very inoffensive in his play. <laughs> I, that's the, I mean, if that's good enough for me from Tua, if that's how he plays every week, if the defense can play like this, but I don't think they can. And the run game was non-existent. No, no run game to speak of. It was bad. Like it was really 
which was bad. That that'll have to be established sooner rather than later. But I was fairly confident that the fact that the Dolphins were gonna win this game. I just think that their defense is really good and I do not trust the offensive staff and with New England. I just don't. It's it's so bad how limited that offense is. And speaking of uninspiring offenses, let's move on to the Jets um Ravens game. Hey, look, any game that Lamar Jackson throws three touchdowns, it's gonna I'm gonna count as a huge win. Yep. Um, Lamar Jackson agenda looking good, Rashad Bateman agenda looking good, Ravens agenda looking good, you know, you know how it is. The Flash threw the ball sixty times. Yeah, this Jets team. I don't care about them until Zach Wilson comes back. There's their ceiling is literally the floor. So, I have nothing more to say about them. To be yeah. honest, there's nothing to say until Zach Wilson comes back. You're correct. I will say this: the defense played a lot better um, in the second half as well. But it's really hard to sustain good defensive drives when your offense is on the field for 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something we saw. C.J. Mosley really had an impact. Michael Carter, the second, really had an impact. Quad Alexander was everywhere. Um, he made a couple key plays. Jermaine Johnson um, was involved, too. Had half sack as well as Jacob Martin. D.J. Reed looked, had an interception. But this offense, I, I, you're right. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to. There were some moments for, for, for a lot of players, but at the same time, I don't want to. I can't look at this offense until Zach Wilson comes back so we can see really what it is. Yeah. And the Ravens all, however. Yeah, that's great. Rashad Bateman, touchdown. Devin Duvernay, look at you. Two touchdowns. It was a really good, it was really good um, testing the waters game for the Ravens because the, the run game still really isn't where it needs to be considering that uh, – you know, J.K. Dobbins isn't back. Gus Edwards isn't back. So now they have Mike Davis, Justice Hill, and Kenny Drake. <sighs> so like, I'm not, I'm not gonna talk too much about their run game. I think this was a really game. Just to, Lamar Jackson was testing out his arm all game, as we saw from like the 60 yard bomb to Rashad. Yeah. And so, Show them haters. Silence the haters, Lamar. Wave his agenda back on. It's never left. And then I think every other game from here on up it's except except one was pretty entertaining. Um let's go let's start let's start with the Commanders Jaguars. The Commanders I got to give it to them. I thought the Jags had this one. Um I will say James Robinson could he be the one outlier on the Achilles injury? I guess we'll see. Let's let's wait. Alright. T Law looks a little better this um in this game. Travis Etienne didn't really have uh didn't really have anything going in the run game. He wasn't really that involved, only four carries and only four targets in the receiving game as well. Um James Robinson, eleven carries, sixty six yards in a tutty. Christian Kirk, hey, but you but like you said, volume merchant. So yeah, like, twelve targets, volume merchant. Yeah, exactly. Um Carson Wentz on the other hand, outside of the two interceptions he had he was finding different receivers. Curtis Samuel had fifty five yards, Terry McLaurin had fifty eight. Antonio Gibson. Hey man, if you could if you could get your stock up now, <laughs> do it. Please. 
at least before Brian Robinson comes back, because this is the first time in a while that you've had a better receiving game than JD McKissick. So I have to say I have to give you props on that. Curtis Samuel being involved in the run game was interesting as well, but four Teddy's for Carson Wentz, pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's a, it was a classic Carson Wentz game. He played, he made some nice throws, made some nice plays, but he still had those boneheaded plays that he always does. He had, I think, back-to-back interceptions, so he's always going to have that. He's just never shown the ability to be consistent every week, but uh, he still looked good for most of the game. That's promising. Jahan had two touchdowns as well. Yes. You, didn't, you didn't mention that, but yes. yeah, that, that's good to see. Uh, on the Jags side, Trevor Lawrence is fine. I didn't really see anything that, like, jumped off the screen for me but i guess we'll just have to wait and see how he does this season under a new head quote not quote unquote he is a better coach but a new head coach i would say i i want to know i wonder if it's whether or not these two offensive lines are i forgot it's the branded sheriff oh it's the brandon sheriff revenge game oh i i'm not sure the brandon sheriff and Slash Andrew Norwell revenge game. Yes, I can't tell if both offensive lines are good or if both were or both defensive lines were just tr- terrible at creating pressure. There was not a lot of like real anything happening, any defensive plays happening behind the line of scrimmage at all in this game. So, but, but Mr. Trayvon Walker, who I was given some sh- crap this off season, had yep. a sack. And a pick. So, good start for him. You like to see that? You like to see that. I do like to see that. So, I will say, pretty good game. Um, Carson Wentz, upgrade over to Heineke for sure. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, Heineke's not making some of the throws that Wentz did. But, you know, you have a ceiling with Wentz, as I think everyone knows at this point. But he can win games. Their, their ceiling is higher than it was with Heineke's not. I think he doesn't have a good arm, unfortunately. So Wentz does have a good arm. It's just it's just the way it is. So he gives him a higher ceiling, but he's always gonna have those boneheaded plays that you're like, why the what what the hell were you thinking? What were you looking at? So in one of the revenge games of all revenge games, um one that had Mayfield talking about I'm gonna F them up. He certainly did not. He didn't. The Baker Bowl did not go the way he expected it to. I don't think he, it did. Unfortunately. He he was quite bad, actually. <laughs> he was quite bad. He uh, had a couple of fumbles. Four, actually. He didn't lose all of them, but he still had fumbles. He had a pick. He didn't play well at all. He was under constant duress from that Browns defense, who played really well. And the Browns, you know, stuck to their game plan as the, as they did with Baker. Jacoby Brissett just had to play better than Baker. Yeah. The run, game, run game just took care of the – did the job. Kareem Hunt uh, was solid out of the backfield. He also was solid in the receiving game. Yep. Nick Chubb had his usual good game. So th- this was not I – I doubt this was the uh, revenge game Baker was hoping for. And he did not, he certainly did not do much to 
show the Browns what they're missing. Also, Christian McCaffrey was not really effective in this game, which is interesting to say the least. Yeah, well, the, I, the Panthers' offensive line is is no good. It's, it's bad. And um, DJ Moore didn't really get a lot of – didn't do very well. Christian McCaffrey didn't do very well. Robbie Anderson was really the only guy that produced receiving-wise for them. But I just think that's like Baker and they got to figure stuff out. I guess we'll see with time if this is going to be a regular thing for them. I just think this came down to Jacoby Brissett being a better quarterback and the Browns having a better coaching staff. Yes, for sure. Um, Matt Rule's most likely going to be fired in season. Clown. Um, now, Logan, of the only division that didn't record a win was the AFC South. Classic AFC South. None of the AFC South teams won, and two of them played each other. <laughs> Classic AFC South. Just anti-win that they tie just to avoid getting a win. In Rodrigo's Blankenship's last NFL game, R.I.P. the Lego man. 20 to 20, the Colts over the Texans. I guess not over. The Colts were going to lose this game. And then they decided to have some life in them. And then. They did. Yeah. I will say this uh, Matt Ryan says, I'm coming here to get my Lombardi. He was not the better quarterback on the field this game. Wow. So, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't. Um,. Davis Mills played pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. Well, Davis Mills is a future solid game manager. I was about to say, I was like, he's like the future Derek Carr. No, please stop. Well, we'll go to Derek Carr later. I have some things to say about him, but Davis Mills is the is the future stereotypical game manager that you're just like, wow. He can make some throws. Good throws. He's not winning us anything. Kirk Cousins esque, um, but that's not a, that's not a slight to him. He 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 didn't he did good. Derek Stingley had a really nice breakup in the end zone. Damian Pierce sadly let me down. He was that's not. Guy. They're gonna get more touches to him. Don't worry. Yeah, I heard that last year from Dan Campbell. I don't believe a word these people say. <laughs> I want to see it. Um, for Indy, this game verified our concern that this passing offense was not going to be very explosive. Oh, no. It is not. This will be a team that, much like the Eagles, needs to have a successful run game, and they'll rely on Matt Ryan to make minimal mistakes and dink, dink and dunk his way down the field with, with short to intermediate passes to these tight ends and running backs and Michael Pittman. Um the reason they were really bad in this game and why this game they didn't run away with this game is because they were horrible in the red zone. They were two for five. So you you can't it's a miracle they tied because you can't be that ineffective ineffective in the run the red zone um and and, and win. So let's hope they get that cleaned up. It's not going to be an explosive offense, so they're going to have to. If they're going to play like that, they need to convert scores. And then Rodrigo, Rodrigo, Blankenship, missing the the winner. Come on, man, do better than that. OJ Howard had two touchdowns though. Yes. He was he's been just 
tossed around the NFL league this offseason. Finally, he signed with the Texans like last week or something, two weeks ago. Got two touchdowns. Just, wow. Yeah, no, for sure. <sighs> Both defenses have been played pretty well, though, I will say that. Um, That just sucks to think that they did neither of them got a win it's a, it's just it's just so stupid I, I don't like ties man ties over soccer okay buddy let's talk about the giants titans you know a lot of these games are a lot of teams that have to win a certain way it's so sad um mm, yeah Brian went into this game saying that he's not going to coach scared and he didn't coach scared at all oh, i love brian dable um, you know he was my favorite hire of the offseason. I do know that. Um, the Giants' offense looked somewhat okay. Well, let's let's rephrase that. Saquon Barkley looked amazing. Saquon Barkley looked great. Saquon Barkley. If he can stay healthy, oh. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. is good in the world. If he can stay I, know that I, never, I never doubted. At least well, I know. I don't doubt him either. I just, he's an injury-prone player at this point. You're right. But all will be good in the world if he can stay healthy this season. Their receiving game really wasn't that great. Saquon led them in receptions. Richie, not Richie. Is it Richie? Oh, um, Richie right. James was their second leading receiver. Kenny Gall, where the hell? Kenny Gall, they, where's, where are you at, man? What are you doing? Wondell Robinson got benched. Not Wondell Robinson. Kadarius Tony got benched. Sterling Shepard was there, but like, so this receiving game, I don't know what's going on here. Daniel Jones was fine. This this stat line looks good. He was fine. Saquon, it's the Saquon show. It is the Saquon show. Saquon was freaking great. Saquon was literally. Explosive. It seemed like he got his step back. Nine point one yards per carry. The better running back on the field today, which he was. He was. Derrick Henry looked rusty. He looked human. And um, unfortunately, like other teams that we've talked about, when your team's identity is running Derrick Henry into the ground, and that doesn't work, Tannehill on this offense is not dynamic enough to win them games. Definitely. And they they're they're trotting out two rookie receivers and um Robert Woods coming off an ACL tear. So that's not that's not a Titans team that's gonna make it back to the number one seed. Derrick Henry's rusty. Ryan again, I do not think Ryan Tannehill is a guy that can Pull them from the the bottom of the AFC up into the playoffs. Hey, and the defense, the, the run defense is bad. Cause I, I was surprised. I I thought I thought their defensive line was was going to be good this year. It was a fluke. I told you it was a fluke last year. Well, Jeffrey fluke. Simmons is a good player. Yeah. And so is Bud Dupree. And so is. Who else is on that line? It's Nico Autry. But they didn't play well yesterday or Sunday. Um, the run game wasn't working, and they had to rely on 
Mr. Ryan Tannehill. Which is never. It wasn't happening. Um, Kyle Phillips had a good game though. That's that's yeah, that's good to see. So that's inspiring. So we'll talk about a. a I think. We're not. None of these games really were surprising to me. No, I picked this game. I, this is a game I picked. I, what? I, I, picked, I picked the Vikings to beat the Packers. No, Vikings. Pack, I think I said when we we're doing the um, NFC North preview. I said if this was ever a time for the Vikings to go. No, for I didn't mean it like that. Well, no, and um, let me finish, bro, because I I remember I clearly picked the Packers to win the division still, mm-hmm. but I said if there was ever a time. Where the Vikings need to try and make a run at that division, it would be now. Mm. Let's talk about this team. First off, the first thing I have to say is something that Logan and I have been echoing for the last couple of months, maybe even longer. Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Justin Jefferson, Offensive Player of the Year season, begins now. Justin Jefferson might just put up 2,000 yards. He is him. <laughs> Justin Jefferson is actually that guy. Like, it, it's actually... He is that guy. He's got that dog in him. He really does. Um, you know what else does? Zedaria Smith. This was a Zedaria Smith revenge game. It was a Zedaria Smith. If you did not know. And he, he and uh, Daniil Hunter, they had quite a few pressures. They're making Aaron Rodgers' life miserable because that offensive line did not look good for Green Bay. And another thing that didn't look good for Green Bay was uh, <laughs> Mr. Christian Watson. Yeah, what, a, what a drop! What, that was a that was almost comical. How he uh, like had it in his hands and just like laid it on the ground. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers proceeded to never throw to a wide receiver again after that. So, it, yeah. I expected this from the Packers. They there was a it, it's a usual Packers fashion to just suck in Week One, and and just kind of it happened last year. So my my other question is why why Green Bay's coaching staff <clears throat> do you insist on playing zone defense against Justin Jefferson? Because you I have think the second best corner in the league. Put him on the guy. Double him. Do anything to stop him. Will Jair come out and say that he wanted to be put up against him? I think he I did. think so, but pack, the Packers don't – they run zone. Yeah. And they're like, we're not – Matt LaFleur came out and said, we're not straying from that. Blah, blah, blah. You're playing one of the best wide receivers in the game. Why? Are you not doubling him, or at least putting your be- the second best corner in the NFL on him? Please, something, do something. There's a lot not going well for the the Packers this game. The run game really wasn't there in any capacity that they needed it to be. The receiving game was actually atrocious. Um, Aaron Rodgers was sacked four times. Um, their defense was not able to really put on put pressure on um, on Kirk Cousins and. They're, they just got torched in every way. This, don't play zone. Like it's. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not. Gonna, I don't know if I should take much away from this because it happened last year, and then the Packers made the NFC. Exactly. They were the number one seed. 
but they'll get they'll get a nice uh they'll get a nice uh bounce back game against Aaron Rodgers' son. The Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. The entire city. The entire city is his son. Yeah. He owns them. Let's see what do we got? What do we got next? Huh. Next we have uh, the Tyreek So the 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 Chiefs were really affected, I think, by the loss of Tyreek. Super affected. Super affected. Terribly. Pat- like, Patrick Mahomes is is crying. Patrick Mahomes it looked very different without without Tyreek Hill. Super different. Um, to the tone of five touchdowns, three hundred sixty yards, and thirty of thirty nine passing. Mm. Oh my goodness! Is that Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey being great? yeah, continuously Juju had a Juju being good. That's why I thought my Juju agenda. Um, Clyde Edwards hilarious slowly not be, is slowly being pushed out of the running game and being turned into a wide receiver. Um, Sky Moore had a really good catch. Uh, this is a. This is the Jody Fortson. Is that you? Jody from last season? The <laughs> one and only? He was the who the hell is that guy? He was the one and only. The only one we had. That There we go. We have one, finally. I could not find anyone to fill that award. Um, but we know who he is, so does it count? Oh, yeah, so it really does that count. He, we... The only other contender right now is Dontra Hilliard, but I know him. I know him as well. He's the backup uh, thing, but this the, the Chiefs' offense was firing on all cylinders again. I got one. We're good. Okay, and then they're definitely coming back. They are definitely gonna come back. And um, this isn't a a re. Uh, this isn't an assess year for the Chiefs. This, <laughs> as someone we know once said, oh, this is not a. Let's see, get some draft picks. No, Chiefs. No, this is this a. Is a there's a collision course up ahead with a certain team from Western New York. And it's a shame that they can't play in the Super Bowl. Yes, definitely. On the Cardinals side, wow, the defense was bad. Just like I thought. Just like I thought. It is actually terrible how bad their off their defense was. We'll talk about their offense, but their defense was not th- their defense was really bad. Um a team that made no adjustments in the secondary during the offseason can expect this, especially when you're playing one of the most high-octane offenses in the entire league. Yes. Kyler Murray. That's fine. He was okay. I don't put this loss on him, however. It's okay, Kyler. One day you'll have a good note. You've signed a contract extension, you silly, you silly, silly guy. Chris McSorley got in here for a second. You could have been on the Eagles, Kyler, and you would have led them and their great roster to glory. But no, you decided to stay with this crap organization who can't run the ball, has no defense, has no offensive line. At least Marquise Brown was okay. Greg Dortch was the leading receiver. He's not eligible for the who the hell is that award. No, because everyone loves his name. He's just... We have a guy in the the next game we talk about. Okay. 
Let's, let's move to that game. Also, the NAFC West matchup of teams that should have been in the playoffs last year. Um, but the one was in the playoffs. One was in the playoffs, yes. Both of them should have been, though. Jay Herbo ended up having, you know, just a great game. All As, right. he, does. As, he, As does. he does. You know, Dark Horse candidate for, for MVP this year. Don't at me. Um, Derek Carr, my gosh. The Lions were going was renamed. bad. He was bad. We named the line. This is actually terrible. You no, can't do this. This is the line. This is the yeah. line. How are how low are our standards? No, that's not what the line means. I understand that's not what the line means, but geez, my standards are high. Is that Bubba Bolden? I hope that's not Bubba Bolden. It's Brandon Bolden. Okay. I I have my nomination that's for the Xander. Horvath. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. And the, congratulations, Xander. If there's not a guy in the next two games, you are the winner. But no, the the Raiders have some. Derek Carr looked bad. Devontae Adams did not look bad, but Derek Carr looked bad. And O line is also very bad. <sighs> Offensive line, yeah. Terrible. Run game, terrible. Defense. No pressure on Justin Herbert, really. Um, I don't. I never bought into the fact that the Raiders were going to be a playoff team. I, in fact, I think I had them last in the AFC West. I just don't think that you're poor. You're rivaling the Rams for the worst offensive line in the league right now. So sad. You, actually, you might have the worst. I, I think you do. Uh, I don't think you can overcome that. I don't think you can come over uh, overcome a defense that has, aside from an elite pass rush duo, uh, any high-end talent anywhere. I don't think you can overcome Derek Carr, who is fine, but will have a game like this. And I'm not surprised he had a game like this because he's not a high-end quarterback. You can't run the ball because you don't have an offensive line. So this game... Very much so verified how I felt about the Raiders. No, and and you're right. And even the the Chargers didn't even have the be- the best of games themselves either. No, they uh, didn't run the ball well either. It was really bad, but you really hope like changes. But I, I like to see that improvement from the defense. I like to see um, Keenan Allen went out early, and and Justin Herbert just kept chugging along. Um, Asante Samuel, look at you. Being great. Okay. Let's love to see that every day, every game from now on. Um, Khalil Mack, three sacks. He's, he, he had a really good game. Oh, this is the Khalil Mack revenge game. This is the Khalil Mack revenge game. A lot of revenge games that we I are. Forgot, I totally forgot about that. It's it's the revenge game once removed. Yeah. But, yeah, the Charters, they didn't really play their best. Well, Joseph Herbert did, but they didn't play it. At the highest level, I think they can play it, and they still won. The Raiders, mm, you just verified a lot of the concerns I had with you. Let's hope you don't do that this, for the rest of the season. And congratulations to Xander. Who the hell is out of the week? Let's go. And then it was just, it's just. Ugh, I, what an ugly game. I just, I just did not enjoy this game. So. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Giselle leave Tom Brady? 
I don't I don't know the drama. Um either way. I, I just wanna know like what what did we do wrong that <laughs> we got Buffalo LA on Thursday night, which was somewhat entertaining to then have this field goal fest. I picked up Ryan Sukup in one of my leagues. Yeah. I had to pick up a new kicker because I'm so unlucky that my kicker got hurt. <laughs> um, so the, the the Cowboys went into this season. Um, we were saying that they did not have a backup QB, which was really, 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 really concerning. Or any semblance of depth on the offensive line, this which is also- they already had to deal with. And yeah. now, and now the uh, the train hits them. From the side, and they did not see it coming. Well, also there. Known as Cooper Rush. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this. That before going down, Dak looked bad. Like, I don't know if you watched the game. If you did, I'm sorry. But before he went down, there were some plays that he was making that just it just did not make sense. Um. CeeDee Lamb had 11 targets. Two receptions. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, Dalton Schultz was probably the most productive person on the field next to Noah Brown. Zeke actually had some semblance of good runs, and then you looked and he was like, you're like, oh, wait, he's actually not good. This Dallas needs to – Dallas, jeez. Dallas, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say their season's over because the it's the NFC East. They play in the NFC East, so – their season is never over, really. Yeah, I'm looking- they don't have Dak for like the next two months. They're often already uninspiring. Their your answer is Cooper Rush, who does not have an arm. So people are saying, do they call up the Niners and ask for Jimmy G? I don't think they give them Jimmy. G. I don't. I think first off, in my opinion, I think Jimmy G's locked in over there. I they- think I've seen. Mason Rudolph. I have seen Mason Rudolph as well. That'd be funny. That'd be funny because that's pretty sad if he's your if he's your only option. But you're right. Offensive line is bad. The run game did not look good due to that offensive line. Cooper uh, Rush does not have an arm, so you want him to be your quarterback for the next two months when you play. Let's see the Rams, the Eagles. At least you have the Packers. At least you have. Some easy matchups in there, you know. You have the Bears, maybe, but even like none of those matchups are easy when you have Cooper Rush as your quarterback. So uh, Trayvon Diggs didn't have a bad game. He just, I mean, your season's on life support. There's so many problems with this team. Michael looks great though. Michael looks amazing. Mike, as usual, obviously, you know, it's like he might just have to score all the touchdowns. He like, I don't know, but. Didn't he like become the fastest player ever to get like? I don't even know. I saw that I saw something that he was like the fastest player ever to reach some so and so sack number. Oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, um, on the, the Buck side, ooh, injuries starting to pile up. Are the, the the offense didn't look that good? Never Leonard. Leonard looked good. That's great. Yeah, but Julio looks surprisingly. Spry. Spry for an old for a, a thirty what 
six year old, thirty three yeah. year old. That's good. But um Chris Godwin is banged up again. Uh, I believe someone else got banged up. Their offensive line is hella banged up. Yeah, so, yeah. And Tom Brady is like oh, Donovan Smith got banged up there, starting left tackle. Yeah. Tom Brady, what's going on with him, man? What's going on? Regretting coming out of retirement? Yeah. <laughs> uh so this was an ugly game, terrible Sunday night football game. I'm s i am I hate it. I'm frustrated with Oh, Mike McCarthy is still a fraud. Did I mention that? No, you're 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 I just had to throw that in there because you always gotta remind people. Speaking of frauds. Wow. (laughs) Let's go to the Monday night football game. What uh can you believe it? I predicted this, did I not? Yes, you did. In the Russell Wilson Bowl. Seattle picked Seattle beat Denver. Who the hell is Colby Parkinson? Oh, I know who he is. He's a tight end from Stanford, I think. Yeah, he is from Stanford. Um, they booed him. Come on, guys. Let's be a little okay. bit more uh, respectful. Okay, so apparently, I'm. I was reading more into this. I was very confused, by the way. Not just the Seahawks fans, but the Seahawks players as well. Also treated Russell Wilson. So something tells me that there was more to this um divorce than meets the eye. Hmm. I don't know, man. I I just know on a service level, he got he he made your team relevant for quite a few years, guys. Let's be a little respectful. He did gaslight them into giving him a big contract, though? He's the reason they were relevant for any reason whatsoever. If he was not there, they would just be that team up in Washington. I I just know there's just something weird about like even the old Legion of Boom players were like really like. Wow. Anyway, continue. Anyway, maybe there's a new man to make Washington relevant. He goes by the name of Geno Smith. Washington? The whole state. Oh, the state of Washington, yeah. The state of Washington. Specifically Seattle. And his name is Geno Smith, who looked exceptional. He was the better quarterback out there at some points. Maybe even the whole game. No, okay, calm down. I'm not kidding. Uh, it's just he looks really good. And he didn't even like his best players didn't even play their best. Like Tyler Lockett didn't play that well. DK Metcalf didn't even play that well. No. Is that Marquise Goodwin? It is Marquise Goodwin, track star. Um, Seattle, you know, Geno Smith. Hey, this is why you're starring Drew Locks not because he's a bum and you're not. You were great. Denver, on the other hand. It's an interesting end of the game, I have to say. Quite interesting. Payne Manning made a visible. He was, if you saw the Manning cast clip, he was saying what we were all saying. Call Nathan- timeout, bro. Nathaniel. Nathaniel, what was that? What was going on there? What was going through your head? Do you trust your. Do you trust your however much money quarterback to, to get you five yards? <laughs> Because uh, apparently you trust your kicker to kick a, a 60. One yard field goal or something like that. A 63, 60 long, very long. Anyway. I As the people in Seattle once said, let Russ cook. Why didn't you let Russ cook? 
That was that was an interesting choice. Broncos country. What was it? Left wide. That's funny. That was funny. That was the funniest thing I saw all all week. That was like the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. I'm seeing here. Let's cook Russ. Let's cook Russ is disgusting. Um, no, but I, I the Seahawks sixty one yards. Come on, bro. Really? You had all that. You had three timeouts. All the time left in the world to get five yards. That's stupid. That's dumb coaching. Nathaniel, I don't. I, I don't know if this. I might be completely wrong on this, but I just vividly remember Vic Fangio doing the same exact thing, like fumbling the clock last in his head coaching debut or in a debut of a season for them. I vividly remember it. I could be completely wrong, so maybe I'm just imagining this. But I think Vic Fangio did the same thing once. Maybe it's a Broncos rite of passage. Maybe is it? Maybe it is. Um, Gino looks great. Good to, for the Seahawks. I'm glad they got this. You know, Go Logan. Gino. Logan, it's time for your rite of passage. Absolutely. This is this is a long time coming. I've not done this in a while. The problem is, I have to like. I have to like do this, make the revenge games on the top of my head. Don't worry, I, I, I looked at just a tab to get see if there's any. All right, let me let me. I let didn't me... really find a lot. Maybe there's some we don't know because I this... found two. Okay, ready? Yeah. All right, three, two, one. The AFC West matchups continue. The Chiefs versus the. Chargers on Thursday Night Football. Logan. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think that Kelsey is a really bad matchup for their linebacker quarter, which stinks. So, I'll go with them. Alright. it's the, If they're quarterbacks that they Tank drafted... Ball. Huh? Tank Bowl. This is Tank Bowl for sure, but if the quarterbacks that they drafted were still there, it'd be a crazy game. The Jets at the Browns. Mm, middling, the, ba- the battle of middling backup QBs. Uh, Browns. I uh, Joe Flacco's terrible, and Jacoby Brissett has a slight edge. <laughs> From Detroit, Washington at the Lions. I think this will be a very competitive game. I'm gonna go with the Lions to get that first win on the season. Battle of the 2016 top two QBs, by the way. Um, if Jared Goff. Oh, it is. I didn't even realize that. Um, Bucks at Saints in the Superdome. I go with the Saints. The the Dennis Allen and his defense always give Tom Brady fits. So I'm I think they they have his number. I'll go with the Saints at home. All right, it's the Panthers at the Giants in MetLife. The Giants have the better coach, coaching staff. Uh, the the battle of the two the two uh great dual threat running backs. Um, I'll go with the Giants. All right, in Acosta Stadium. No, nope. the- no. Nope. It's Heinz, it's Heinz Field until they force me to say Acrosure. The Patriots come to give the Steelers a visit. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I just don't think that Mack and that offense did not look good week one, and they're going against Pittsburgh's defense, which without TJ Watt will take a hit, but it's still good. And at home, I, I don't like the Mack's chances. So we're going to go with the Steelers. Matt Ryan takes the Colts on a visit to Duval against the Jags. Yeah, I think the Colts bounce back and they, they beat the Jags. Right. Miami versus Baltimore in Baltimore. 
This was this is a uh, sort of revenge game from last season when Miami had that stunning victory on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Ravens, two against that Ravens secondary. No, thank you. Um, Baltimore wins. Okay. Then we have the Falcons taking on the Rams. Rams got humiliated in their own stadium. They had the Falcons coming to them. Rams, Rams will win comfortably, I think. Hawks at Niners from Levi Stadium. Yeah, I think the Niners will bounce back. One, they're at home. Two, they're not going to have to worry about playing a monsoon. So let's go with the Niners. Seahawks coming off an emotional victory. It's the battle of linemen in the Cincinnati Bengals Dallas Cowboys matchup at AT AT&T Stadium. The the Lyle Collins revenge game. The the Andy Dalton Bowl. He's not there on any team, but he's he's there in spirit. We'll go with the, the Bengals. They they got curb stomp, not curb stomp, but Joe Burrow had a really bad game. So I think they'll bounce back and against the Cooper Rush led Cowboys. Well, Lindsay will be watching this game from his couch, the Texans versus the Broncos. Who's watching it? Philip Lindsay will be watching it from his couch. Oh yes. Uh the Broncos are winning. Uh I don't really have a reason. I just feel it. All right. The Rodney Hudson revenge game, the Cardinals against the Raiders. That this is like we got a triple revenge game here. We have the Chandler Jones. Yes. The Trayvon Mullen and the Rodney Hudson revenge game. This is two squishy defenses playing each other. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals because they have the better QB. Okay, and then finally, Aaron Rodgers' family takes a visit to Lambeau Field to pay him for Sunday night football. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to take out a lot of frustration on this, on this, on his family, uh, and they bounce back and win. And then finally, we have a double header on um, on Monday. Monday night football. First, we have the Titans going up against. The Bills. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bills. The Henry looked Henry looked rusty. Um, the Bills D line looked really good against the Rams. And if the Titans, if they have a one dimensional offense, and, and if the Bills can contain Derrick Henry, I'll go. I'll think they'll win. Now I'm not sure if Alex Singleton is still on the Vikings, but there's the, a revenge game here. Is it the Alex Singleton revenge game? No, it's the Jalen Rago revenge game. Jalen Rago, oh my! This is the revenge. This game. is the revenge game of all revenge games right here. The Vikings take all the Eagles, Logan, on Monday Night Football on ABC. That's so weird. If the Eagles can run the football well and somewhat contain Justin Jefferson, I think they'll win. This is really a coin flip for me. I'm gonna go with the Eagles, but that could change. Okay, and that's that it. Was way over three minutes. That was five minutes long, buddy. Well, you're you were giving me the games kind of slow. Not gonna lie. I give, I give the games at the same pace that I always do. No, you didn't. You you struggled there at the end with that Monday Night Football. I did. So I, did I did. I did. That, that was at least a minute. The Jalen Ragor revenge game is huge. Yeah, yeah. That, that one was that one in the Cardinals. The Raiders Cardinals is just filled with it. Gosh, and the Lyle Collins revenge game also. Yeah, the Bears-Packers has um, Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator for the Bears. That's a revenge game. Uh, yeah. yeah. And there's always some that I'm, we have to be forgetting some. I feel like for some reason, I feel like Carolina-New York Giants is a revenge game. That's the Dave Gettleman Bowl. And I'm pretty sure the Dave Gettleman Bowl. <laughs> that's, that's true. 
<laughs> and I'm pretty sure the Giants, no, the Jets, Browns one has one too. Is the is Melvin Ingram? Where's Melvin Ingram? He's on the Dolphins. Dang it, because the Chiefs Chargers one would have been a great Melvin Ingram. It's game. the Melvin Ingram Bowl, even though it's he's not there. It's like the Texans Broncos the Philip Lindsay Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. What happened? It's the Brock Osweiler Bowl. Yes. Um, Hogan, plug us out, please. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, please, if you made it this far. Go check out our YouTube channel and subscribe there for additional content, um, as well as liking any of those videos that you see fit. Follow us on Twitter at Stick to Sports and TikTok at Stick to Sports. Um, check us out on Twitter at Logan Borky at Noah underscore Deej and check out all content on at, at statesportsnetwork.com. Go check out our college football episode that we put out this week where we break down all the week two matchups. Stay, stay tuned for uh, our breakdown of week two next week. Next week. Is that it? That's it. Oh, okay. Well, this has been the Six Sports Podcast, where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. Football's back. Philip Lindsay isn't. Thank you for listening. This is the Six Sports Podcast (laughs) with Noah and Logan.